0: Welcome to 2019. This is the Creative Riding Motorcycle Podcast. The podcast about everything two wheels and more. We are brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. If you'd like to find out more information, head over to patreon.com forward slash creative Writing. And now, with no further ado, here's the show.
1: Welcome to D-D-C Daughters, dudes, and cycles. Yeah, cycles. Yeah. Episode 157. This is my dad, Junkie (laughs) Turdman. Okay. And this is my sister, Tegan. Hello. What
0: are you guys going to talk about today?
1: Motorcycles! That's pretty accurate. Exactly.
0: And hearing aids.
1: (laughs) What? No, not hearing aids. only motorcycles. My dad is a cray cray dude. We need hearing, we need hearing aids.
0: Yeah. And what do, what do we like about so motorcycles? Loud.
1: They're awesome, fast, and have lots of oil. <laughs> fun facts. Here is a fun fact, noise I can make.
2: <pfft> what noise is
1: that? A fart noise. Uh,
2: I thought maybe that was an early four-stroke or something
0: that he had saved <laughs> up. Every, I'll tell you what, every time Let's he does that... without an exhaust on it. Yeah, every time he does that, I feel a four-stroke on my leg. You better quit that brapping on my lapping.
1: Okay. All right. Take it away, Daddy.
0: All right, this is episode 157, Creative Smelly Podcast.
1: No, Creative Motorcycle... Creative Riding Motorcycle Podcast. Thank you, Patreons. (laughs) All right. Let's start the show. The kids,
0: yeah. So, mine was just ready to leave right away.
2: Yeah. She's like, okay, this is
0: cool, later. Yeah, so welcome to Dads, Daughters, and Cycles. (laughs) Yeah, Um, welcome to the first show of 2019. It is. Uh, Today is January 1st. We were, you know, we usually record on Tuesdays, and guess what today is?
2: Yeah, we still stuck it out for Tuesday. (laughs) Just to, I mean, you know, I know you guys are getting this on Friday, so just to let you know that. We don't record Friday morning. Yeah. (laughs) It's not a live show.
0: Yeah. And listen, we don't get paid enough to record on Friday mornings. Oh, man. One of these days. But, but yeah, I... We were
2: the authority for all things motorcycle.
0: Yes. Pretty soon we'll get paid um, to record on Monday mornings. I'm just kidding. I have don't know why I even said that. But uh, Wishful <laughs> thinking for 2019. Um, I went back and I listened to our show that we the first show that we did of last year for 2018 to see if I if we did any predictions. What do we think is going to happen in 2019? And we didn't. So oh, I didn't have enough time to go back. And listen to every dang show that we recorded to see if we did a prediction show. But I swear, didn't we do a prediction show one year? Oh,
2: God. I don't know. Maybe we did that right at the end of the year, and you listened to the beginning of the year That's, show.
0: I was thinking, like, we probably did it in 2017. And we pro- I think we did something where we predicted some stuff. Yeah. Did any of our predictions come true? I don't know. Probably because, not. Yeah, because I don't even know what we— I are. don't
2: think we predicted Henry Wiles would
0: second in the championships. No, we did not predict that. And, by the way, guess who uh, gave us a like on our, uh, t- uh, I almost said Tumblr, <laughs> on our Instagram page? Henry Wiles. Henry W. Wiles, the, the prince of Peoria, um, the Popper of motorcycle racing. I don't know.
2: Should be the pretty boy of Peoria.
0: Yeah. I, he is a model, right? He did some modeling. I don't know. Yeah.
2: He's definitely the pretty boy in the flat track pits, but that's cool.
0: I did some modeling back in my day. Um, you ever seen that ad for... Uh, <laughs> florida man <laughs> nobody dates a florida man because he looks like this and then my face popped up so anyway yeah this is uh it's been a pretty bitchin end of the year and i think a pretty bitchin beginning of the year whoops um i'm gonna fight with my microphone all year this year because i i decided it's the appropriate thing to do um the sound is great i have to say even though we're in the same old garage and uh sounds well adjusted yeah, I haven't messed with it since Steady, and Steady had such good acoustics, I decided to leave it just like that, and I feel like that uh, mm. it's doing us good here in, in this place. Sure. It was so weird this morning, because I've been away for a week, and so patrons and uh, all of our supporters on Patreon, um, I am sorry that I did not get your stuff shipped out before the new year like I was trying to. Mm. Last paste, last paste on Postreon, last post on patreon i was like i am actually working on them right now and i'm gonna try and get them out like to you know tomorrow well uh lo and behold a lot of stuff was closed and a lot of stuff was um i was out of town over the weekend and i was like i could take all the stuff with me but there's no way i'm gonna get it done yeah. you know how it is when you're out of town at a family gathering you don't have time to sneak away although the
2: worst part is all you want to do is sneak oh, away that's what i was <laughs> just
0: gonna say the ir- irony of that whole thing is like all i was thinking about the whole time was sneaking like, away Man, i
2: wish i could sneak away and do this other <sighs> stuff
0: yeah I would love to hand paint some friggin' <laughs> things for people, but uh, I got to sit around and talk to old, old dudes who don't, like, what's, watch a Bluetooth. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, now I got to help you set up your Bluetooth. <laughs> Is that when
2: it's real cold out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Is that when your teeth turn blue? So anyways, I've been making these little, uh, hand, not hand-me-down, little little yeah, trinky, yeah. trinky dinks for people
2: they look like uh christmas ornaments
0: they are do you shrink them too you paint them bigger and I, then they shrink i down paint them bigger them? and then i shrink them yeah yes. i try to make one of wiggins on a scooter i tried to print this i one. saw the
2: wiggins on a scooter yeah oh i saw the other ones
0: yeah i try to print it and make it streamlined but guess what it doesn't dry uh unless uh. it's on paper uh. printer ink <laughs> <laughs> so I took it out mm. and it's all smeary and I was like, This ain't gonna work. It actually this one actually looks pretty good. But I do like too how you uh <coughs> excuse me guys, I've been
2: sick for a week and a half now. How you paint it on both sides. Yeah. So it looks like very three dimensional.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> right when I grabbed my beer. I couldn't do that again uh, if I tried. I was like LeBron James there. Yeah, wow. Blocking, a, blocking a three-pointer.
2: I went to toss it over on the recording table exactly the same time you picked up his beer and deflected it
0: away. Yeah, and I couldn't do that in a million years. I'm yeah. ter- terrible at basketball and recording, mm-hmm. so who knows? Um, yeah, so I don't know what we predicted for 2018 to go, to go back to that. I I know we made some predictions. I know there's been a lot of uh a lot of it was racing. I think we had a we had predictions so. of what was going to happen because Indian was doing so good in 2017. Uh I think we kind of called that they were going to do really good in 2018. Yeah. You on that first show that I listened to, the first show of 2018, you were talking about the one show and, oh. and Mama uh Mama tried
2: getting ready for those again this getting year as well.
0: Getting ready for those? Yeah. So yeah, you're you, this is Jan 1 today mm-hmm. and you are already have a bunch of stuff scheduled <sighs> and a bunch of stuff that's coming up for you already. Yeah, like I do. in a couple of weeks you have your race at Paris, right? My race is less than 2 weeks away. Yeah.
2: Um and then yeah, then the one show is Jan or February 9th, 10th and 11th, I believe. And then Flat Out Friday is literally the following week. So right now I'm trying to get bike transport figured out cuz no one else ever figures that out. Or if they do, they don't include anyone except themselves. Um, So, yeah, we're trying to figure that out, like, what to charge and if it's worth it to pay my dad to come out or if I should do it or what. But I really want to do it. I love it. It sucks being away, but it's also, like, super rad to just – it's kind of shitty, but it's kind of rad to, like, just drive all day, (laughs) especially when it's cold. Last year it was negative 27, I think, in Montana. And from Portland to Milwaukee is like North Dakota, Montana, Idaho. It's horrible. I would probably go south a little bit because I think if I went directly from Portland to Milwaukee, I'd have a little time to stop in. De- uh, yeah, Des Moines. Yeah, and hang out with FTW Co.
0: Yeah, go on the Pit Moto shows. Show them what a real uh, co-host is like. Oh man, are they in Des Moines? Yeah. Oh wow. They're- and they haven't interviewed anyone from FTW Co. <sighs> They've talked about him before. Oh, okay. Or they talked about someone because they always talk about the kung fu tap and taco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a while they did. You know, yeah, Tony for sure. Tony Wink uh is one of the hosts on that show and he loves he loves food. That guy passes everything but a fast food joint.
2: Do you so- know what's rad is their tacos are um kinda shitty but awesome.
0: Dude, that's what good tacos they're are. They're very
2: well, they're very Midwestern tacos, like crunchy corn shell taco bell style taco <laughs> with like very plain ground beef. And then just like plain cheddar cheese and lettuce and tomato, like very like Midwestern.
0: We are spoiled, but delicious. we're spoiled because we're
2: 150
0: miles from the Mexican border. You know, though,
2: <laughs> I don't, maybe it's because I grew up with those kind of tacos, but I yeah. love those kind of tacos. Yeah. I mean, everyone's like, oh, I want some real Mexican food. And you're right. If I was there and I couldn't get good Mexican food, I would miss it. Yeah. But because everywhere I go is good Mexican food, yeah. I miss shitty Mexican yeah. food.
0: I'm I ate Mexican food in Arkansas one time and I'm gonna put Mexican food in air quotes. <laughs> because yeah. it was yeah. straight up like out of the Costco Mexican food. <laughs> yeah. I was
2: like, dude. Yeah, but that's but anyway, kung fu tap and taco, like their tacos were actually pretty delicious, but they're
0: very Gringo tacos, for sure, <laughs> dude. Gringo Taco would be an excellent name for a taco shop. It would be. Look how look at the temp right now,
2: forty six. I'm, I'm
0: gonna close that door. I was. I'm feeling. Are, it. are
2: you cold now? Yeah, I am. Well, you gave our heaters away. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Our our kids sitting <coughs> on our laps. They were keeping us warm, and they took our little hand warmers. With yeah. Them. So I'm gonna. Oops. I'm gonna um, go shut the door real quick. Um, speaking of frigid temps, uh, all around the country right now. It's way colder than this. And yeah. people are still riding, so uh, I'm, I was pretty A stoked of, to see that. Narissa
2: looks like she's out with some spikes doing some ice riding. But there's definitely some people still riding. Um, props to them, even where it's real cold. Uh, the tournament and I did our annual, second annual for me. Um, run to the Roses or Ride to the Roses? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's yeah. right. Uh, yeah, that one. Um, with the SoCal Norton Zoners Club um and i have to say amazing ride again yeah um super super fun yeah i mean lots of the retro modern triumphs because everyone that wants an old bike that knows better buys those yep um i mean honestly they're great bikes you know um those and sportsters but uh i think for the more cafe racer-esque styled people it's hard to beat the old triumphs or the new triumphs
0: but um I was listening to Front End Chatter today from Britain and uh, supposedly where Triumphs were originally made. and uh, Some of them still are made Yeah, there. and some of them are still made there. And they were talking about how they have um, – they're both um, bike journalists and then they do their podcast separately. And so during their day jobs, I, I guess, they were doing a test ride and they asked the guys, you know, are Triumphs really bikes that – do people want all this stuff, like IMUs and ABS, on these, or do they go for? Em, no. Do they go for them because they're an old style? And the guy from Triumph told them, absolutely. The thing is, our demographic, the studies and the the, the questionnaires that we send owners and prospective buyers say we want retro look, but we want all the newfangled stuff so that the bikes can be the best. Of the best, they have that classic look, but they also don't perform like a classic bike with drum brakes well, and stuff like I that. I mean, I think there's <clears throat>
2: there's also different levels of that. Like, I think ABS and IMU and traction control and slipper clutch, those are things that most people don't need. Um, and I'm kind of old school, like I drive a manual car, so does Turdman. I'm also kind of under the like, if you need ABS, if you need ABS on a motorcycle probably shouldn't be riding a motorcycle
0: i'm selling mine today then um
2: (laughs) i mean at the same time i guess i see that they're good and i see that it's improving although i've ridden some abs that is pure crap and it would not help um i'm just not the type that i love abs like i if i want to lock up the rear wheel and like slide into a corner i want the ability to do that yeah and i also know that a lot of people don't ride like i do so having abs isn't a big deal um and I would like to eliminate some wires.
0: I don't know what happened. Oops. Oh, I'm back. I'm sorry. That's um, I plugged this into the wrong Michaels this week.
2: Okay. Um, like, I think, it, you know, to me, the fun part about a motorcycle is they're so bare bones. But I do totally understand fuel injection and horsepower and brakes that work well and good sticky tires and suspension that works pretty well. Um, and to me, I mean, obviously I read Harleys, which I think is the exact same thing as the retro triumphs. They just never went away and then came back (laughs) like the triumphs did, you know, they've, they've never changed into being basically a retro design, but people to me, that's like, that's what people want with motorcycles. Like when you see an old car driving down the street and you're like, damn, that's nice, but I got to drive to work every day. Yeah. What if you could have... I mean, and you know, this is also true with the new Mustangs, the new Camaros, a lot of the new Dodges that have that retro styling. But what if you could have yeah. an old looking car that you could drive to work every day and it's reliable and it makes good power and it stops well and it handles well? Because let me tell you, there's way more to a new car than good brakes and horsepower. Yeah. And you- starting up like the is susp- like I've driven an old car down the freeway at 65 totally scared out of my mind and it felt like a freaking boat and you're like steering it like yeah. all over the place trying to keep it in the lane
0: you're bump steering it everywhere dude,
2: yeah. and it just it's just how they drive and they're
0: not meant to go 65 where you know dude the speed limit was not 65 when these things were made
2: no dude that thing <laughs> if i would have been doing 65 i would have been running moonshine in that thing um and i think you know for those tramps and for you know the lot of the new harleys it's the same thing like You want that look, you want that style, but you want to go out, you want to put the key in, turn it on, hit the button, go for a ride, not worry about anything. And that's a lot of people that buy motorcycles. That's exactly what they want to do. And I don't disagree with it. And I think it's great. And, you know, I, I mean, I'm a little bit different because I guess my sporty is 20 years old, but it really hasn't changed much. I'm not into old kickstart bikes. I think they're fucking beautiful. But I have a Sportster that's hopefully going to get finished soon. (laughs) It's like kind of a bobber brat style bike. And I'll be able to turn the key, hit the button, and go for a fucking ride. Yeah. And that's, I had a friend of mine who is very prominent in the motorcycle building world. And if you ask any builder that knows their shit, they know this guy. And he told me straight up, there's nothing cool about being stuck on the side of the road kicking your bike over.
0: You know what makes a cool video, hipster video? When they show the guy actually uh, stuck on the side of the road and he's... he. <laughs> Almost dies of exhaustion because uh-huh. he has to kick his bike 70,000 times. Yeah. I had a I had a up the stairs moment, down the stairs moment. You know what that is? It's when somebody turns and goes up the stairs and then you think of something funny to say.
2: And then you came back and oh, forgot yeah. it?
0: Well, when <laughs> I said I plugged us into the wrong Michael's this week. Uh-huh. Sorry to anybody named Michael. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that also, did not
2: consent. Because yeah. normally Michael consents. <laughs> yeah. So
0: the wrong one might not have. And, uh, of course, I was looking up something on Twitter here. Uh, some uh, an ask wigs that we got on Twitter. Oh, and, did we get one on Twitter? And I have a, uh, a iPhone six s, so uh, of course the battery died when it was like. Oh right, <laughs> God, I'm so pissed off. Yeah, we got it about a year ago but uh so as this thing charges up and waits for us to get to that yeah the the ride it, there's a whole magazine called hot rod magazine that's based around taking 1960s and 70s hot rod cars and putting disc brakes and new suspensions and there's whole aftermarket companies that make Good stuff for these cars, so that you can actually drive them like you drive modern cars because everything you say, you know who want who would want to get out and crank a car you know what i mean i mean there's well, I people mean that
2: r- restore- look at look at seventies hot rods, the hottest thing to do right now is retro modding them yeah, and i don't disagree I mean you're taking something that is still that old but looks that old you know yeah. you put a new fuel injection on it yeah. you put better brakes on it oh update gosh. the suspension a little bit
0: I had a 64 cornette 65 cornette that had dual or i mean sorry four-wheel drum and dude that thing had a 440 that could <laughs> that came out of a drag race uh charger yeah. talk about being able to do 100 miles an hour but taking you know 600 yards to stop like awful combination you well, on a
2: lot of those old not necessarily those old motors but you know if you start building horsepower in them they're a real light switch there's just nothing oh, yeah. nothing nothing and then light the tires up um you got the you know, one tire fire because you don't got the posi grip. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fuel injection has saved a lot of that. You know, you get a lot more power out of it, a lot smoother. But um, yeah,
0: I, yeah, I like I mean, the modern stuff. Yeah, the fact that we saw some, you know, triumphs there, and and I have friends that have old triumphs, not the not the pre-unit, but the you know the newer old ones, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, they look even when these new they look good. Yeah, man, they even do. these new street twins that came out that are water cooled, like and everyone's like, hey, you know. They still look pretty bitching to me. And yeah. the new Thruxton R is rad. Mm-hmm. I
2: really like it. I, I mean, it's that one's a pricey one because you're getting Olens and Brembo's. And but it, you know, most people would go around a track or through a canyon just as fast on a Thruxton R as they would a brand new S1000 R. Yeah. You know, it's not honestly probably a lot safer because you're not going to have 200 horse to get you in trouble. Yeah.
0: I almost got in trouble on our ride on Spamble. There's one corner coming down the crest. There was a downhill, and he hit about 85. Yeah. Got scared. <laughs> dude, there's there's one corner that catches me out every year, and we hit it, and it was it's kind of toward the bottom, and we hit it this year, and I was like, Oh yeah, this is that corner as I'm trail breaking through it with drum brakes on a shitty bike to begin with. Was and, that the one
2: where I passed that Ducati and you were behind yeah, him? D- dude. That one was kind of sketchy. That
0: guy, I got I went back and dude. looked at our story from uh from the morning, and I got him because my phone died. Everybody that was listening, I saw Jeffrey Carver was on there in motorbike obsessions. I don't know how this works, but Insta- I don't know how the Instagram live works but it alerts it, most people that are following you. So so it recorded for a little while and yeah my, yeah of course since I have a iPhone 6s before we got to the twisties it died. I think it died when we got <laughs> right when we got on the freeway right? the most yeah. boring parts. We sat there in traffic for 10 minutes waiting for a good sized group to go. Then we went and got on the freeway and then it dies and then we hit the twisties. So it's like <laughs> Jesus Christ. So it didn't get the fun parts. It didn't get the cool parts and uh Basically, I didn't get to take pictures of all the cool stuff at the top, but we did get that Ducati at the bottom yeah. as he's turning. And I was like, oh, Beautiful was cool bike. One. Super beautiful. Going about. Thirty-two miles an hour, oh even on the on the straightaways, he would get up to about fifty, and just think, enough where Trusty
2: Rusty had to work to get past. Because I was trying not to be a dick to these people, yeah. And like, he was sketchy to pass. Dude. He was super sketchy to pass. He was totally unaware of any bike behind him. Yeah. Most most of the bikes that are going slower would see people pull up and wave you over, and they'd yeah. get over in their lane. Or I would just pass them and then honk. And the only guys techniques. that I kind of passed like dicks was actually who we were riding with. Yeah. And I apologized. To of the guys when
0: we got to the top and he was like not a problem i know what you were doing same guy same guy because i I passed them all and then so so let's back up to the beginning because this guy annoyed me to no end coming down but in the beginning you blew past me in the in in the first well we didn't see that
2: guy in the beginning did he just when he got to the restaurant yeah
0: Yeah, just i mean a
2: beautiful beautiful 900 super sport air cooled ducati Built to the fucking nines, aftermarket wheels. I mean, I would say Marchesini wheels, but a lot of those were stock on ducks anyway.
0: The dude had full um, on like Dyn- full Dyn- Dyn- Dyn-
2: leathers Dyn-Easy leathers. Um, I mean, upgraded. Had the fancy Brembo brakes. Had uh, number plate stickers with big number one on them. Beautiful old Supersport nine hundred. Um, and Guy chicken strips, chicken strips as wide as your arm um
0: yeah spamla doesn't even have chicken strips that big yeah i I dragged peg on her so the only reason she has them is because i can't lean um just like and i was like all right whatever
2: so maybe the guy rides at hards in some places and then not all the time and he's got better they weren't even like nice tires and i'm not oh you need to run pirelli's i don't give a show what your brand is but they were just like a more more street tire less track tire and a lot of guys that show up with ducks that are that built actually ride them pretty good at least to get rid of the chicken strips
0: but just uh whatever i mean and nothing against people that ri- have chicken strips or just ride their bike to yeah to ride it as a show bike i'm well, glad and- he, i'm glad he had it out riding it but dude when some when you got people <laughs> revving behind you like i could hear you trying to pass him nicely and politely giving him the fucking boom boom in a few corners um yeah, I was like, "What the hell?" Totally unaware of anyone else.
2: Yeah, yeah that's yeah. why he was sketchy I mean, past. He, he was super taking, sketchy. Taking pass. up the whole lane. It, yeah, he would swing back and forth in the lane, and I, I was trying not to be a dick. Because I, I, you know, like these are the people we chose to ride with. Like it was a group ride where we all kind of ride together.
0: And and there's a lot of vintage bikes. You understand? There's going to be some. Slow yeah, people.
2: absolutely, man. There was a flathead Harley with a. Uh, it was a trike with a little like basket. Oh yeah. It man. was an old survey car thing, and there was another flathead Harley, and there was some. Dude, there yeah. were some OG, you know, pre-unit Triumphs, and some new modern retro Triumphs, and That's... lots and lots of ducks of nothing totally new except that one that we called the Aprilia V4.
0: Or yeah. that, um, that, that uh, 52 Black Shadow that I pointed out, the turbocharger and the oil tank carburetor. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: yeah. I mean, there's bikes of all different stuff out there because it's, it's, again, being put on by the Norton Owners Club. Um, a lot of the Cretans show up. A lot of, like, mod or rocker dudes show up because um, that's the cafe racer dudes, right? The rockers.
0: Yeah. Man. Yeah, some F- Club 59 guys out there. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot some of Milwaukee that. Milwaukee Rivets maybe showed up. <laughs> um but, yeah, so dude, we
2: passed him on the way back, and sketchy to pass. Didn't know anyone was there. Totally taken up the whole
0: lane. Yeah.
2: His, his mir- buddy led us right by.
0: I know his mirrors were uh, – I think you said they were stocked, but they, they were so stock, far yeah. in that I could not see them for his wrists. Like, he in, in his mirror, he probably saw the underside of his gloves where it said the D for Dainese. And and then that's not the worst part. The worst, because cause you passed him right before we hit all those S's. And then I couldn't pass him for a while. So when I finally could, I did. And he was almost over at the center line. And I had to pass him. Uh, Like, well, he, he didn't move over to the right for me to share the lane. I had to, like, pass him out in the other oncoming lane. And I was like, dude, like, you are totally unaware that there's a dude behind you. Yeah,
2: and, like trusty wasn't flying i towards the bottom i got more comfortable on her yeah. but still like we'll talk she, about that <laughs> she wasn't like the fastest thing through the canyons
0: i felt pretty good when i was keeping up with you and then i was like oh he's getting more comfortable and the 1200 <laughs> is really showing its juice <laughs> against his
2: 250 <laughs> well the downside is too like because the the foot pegs are back in a rear position set and the shifter is still in the stock spot because most of the times, most tracks I don't shift, and if I shift, I only shift once. Yeah. Because, like, if it's a third gear track, like a half mile, I leave in second. Yeah. Um. So I was like, oh, look at this shifter way up here. I kind of got used to it, although finding neutral is hard because there's no yeah, pivot. H-
0: how, how many times did you have to shift going into some of those corners?
2: Uh, you know, a lot of times I would just, I mean, it, being a... Big CC air cooled motor, like it's yeah, it's torquey, so you don't yeah. even worry about it. I wasn't trying to run the shit out of it, you know. Um,
0: Luckily, thumpers have some torque too because that's. <laughs> I, I almost did that whole ride in fourth gear. Spamula
2: just killed it when I hit. It is funny too to see like. <laughs> We'll, I'll, like, I'll be in the front of this group And we're like getting through and I look back
0: And tournament's back there on spamola Just like tucking, just getting through the canyons <laughs> The funny thing is I don't let up on the corners And I know some guys do If oh, I let sure. up I yeah. lose momentum and I can't <laughs> lose momentum because then I can't make it up the next hill
2: I watch you too like Because I like to talk shit about Spamala But coming down um, we did this last year too. Like I let him lead for a little bit coming down and then I was like, all right, I got to get in front. But, uh, and I was, dude, I see it like moving around into corners. Oh, so so he's so like, sketchy. he leans it over and it does this little wobble and then he just fucking rolls in the throttle and it takes off. And yeah. then we hit a, a little incline and, I, have to fucking, <laughs> and yeah. I see him like smacking the tail, trying to get Come it to on. move.
0: Come on. God damn it. If there was, if there was a, cause third and fourth is that. Witchcraft section where there's not a good. If I'm in third, it's a wrap. It can't do anymore. And then I so I shift to fourth, and it's just not enough. And at altitude, it's even worse because then like the it's getting so much gas. It's like (laughs) what do I do with all this shit? And so and I and and I don't want to do it too lean because then it will blow up down here, but. Um, but yeah, I did most of that ride in fourth. And when you got in front of me too, I was like, oh, I wasn't riding as hard as I could have because once you started going faster, I had to keep up with you. And that's when I started dragging peg is when you got in front of me, I was like, oh, I need to like corner a little harder to keep up with Wiggins. And then we eventually got to the point where you were, you were ahead of me, um, there, I have to say that this this year there were not as many bikes as there were last year. I don't
2: think it was as busy, but it was if a you guys colder. followed my Instagram, yeah, it was definitely colder. If you followed my story, down at the bottom anyway, at the meetup there was probably there was a complete city block.
0: Yeah, maybe a hundred bikes. Would you say like? <sighs> Probably close to 100.
2: Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, for sure. Because
0: there, there was some on Maybe the back Maybe more than that, too, actually. Yeah, I mean, let's just say 120. Let's not go too crazy. But there was some in the, in the back street again, and there was some across the street. But not like last year where both sides of the street were taken up and that back street that we parked on last year. Yeah. So there was probably like... Um, three-quarters of the people that were there last year. And Newcomb's Ranch was actually closed, uh, which is weird because they haven't been closed except for when it was snowing and they couldn't get up there. Um, So this is the first time in a long time where they've been closed. And I
2: think someone said that they actually usually open just for that ride.
0: Yeah, I said that. (laughs)
2: i thought i heard someone else say that That,
0: and it could have been and that's the deal because when you have like 200 people coming to a restaurant that doesn't see that much traffic uh except for in the summer times you open up you know what i'm saying and so there was only one other time that i went that we didn't go all the way and it's because it was snowy up there and, and there was ice and only the dude with the um there was two dudes on uh our 1200 GSs that, you know, put them in off-road mode and drove over the snow. And was like, yeah, Newcombs is closed. The gate over to rightwood is closed. Like the freeway is closed past that. So they came back and we stopped at like not Chalau, but whatever the – there was something like right by chilau that we stopped that. And, and we couldn't make – it was even before chilau whatever oh, those yeah, ones yeah. are uh, before because it, we couldn't even make it that far up. There was like snow on the roads. So even as we were coming down, there was snow plows going up this year. And, um, that one year, yeah, it was way, there was like actual snow on the road. So yeah, it does snow in LA and it gets cold enough too up there. It was 39 degrees or 37, 37. Yeah. I think it was 37. 37. Yeah. And, um, so it didn't feel that cold because the sun was out and it was nice and we were full of hot, um, hot sloppy Joe or pulled pork or something like that.
2: Pulled pork with raisins. (laughs) And uh, warm applesauce also with raisins. raisins.
0: Yeah, it's kind of funny. I took a nice poop after that uh, ride. (laughs) Yeah, that was interesting... uh, uh, Yeah, a little interesting setup there. And then apple juice, so some really juicy, fibrous... uh, Yeah. But um, at the bottom, there was a lot of cool stuff. Again, a lot of people talking about, well, Newcombs is closed, let's make our own ride plans. I don't think people, a lot of people ended up going to Chilau, i think a lot of people just did the ride and then went back to the to the ale house to get drunk and <laughs> talk about uh
2: stuff yeah we didn't stop at the place on the way back
0: yeah i never have i've never gone uh, except for like maybe like eight or nine years ago i went to the final one because it was at lucky baldwin's down on raymond and um which if you're in Pasadena or the LA area you know there's there used to only be lucky baldwin's in downtown old town pasadena and now uh, they have i thought Sierra Madre was the OG one
2: cuz ha- it's on baldwin
0: yeah is that a lucky baldwin's yeah yeah oh is there a lucky yeah. baldwin's over there oh maybe and um they have plenty on tap usually wow but they were out of it last week when i was there so very sad now they meet up at Lucky Baldwin's Trappist, and I heard somebody ask what's a Trappist. For anybody that doesn't know, Trappists are monks that brew uh, mead and other stuff like that. But mostly they brew, the, brew these Trappist beers that are kind of like fruity, like saison. I think is oh, like
2: ours is a Lucky Baldwin's um, Delirium or whatever. Oh, Delirium. Delirium. Yeah. So it, a I've Delirium. Had, is I've a had Delirium, of, and yeah, I didn't. Not a fan. It's okay, but
0: little elephant, you know, like Chimay. If you yeah, like they're Chimay. super
2: expensive for, like, a German-tasting beer. And uh, to me, German beers are not very good. Yeah. But when I was in Germany, I learned to just drink beer because it might not be that good, but it's fucking cheaper than water, yeah. so drink it. Yeah,
0: and that's why people used to drink it because it didn't get uh, – it didn't get – Um, stagnant like water that's the whole history of beer folks it's like liquid bread it had calories and it didn't go stagnant and get mosquitoes in it like water does Mm -hmm. history of beer cast uh brought you by creative writing podcast but um but yeah so we meet up at lucky baldwin's trappist and they used to meet they end the ride over at lucky baldwin's in um what's it called in pasadena the just the old regular lucky baldwin's but now they're meeting at congregation, and, you know, they usually eat the fish and chips. We got to go. I'm down for some fish and yeah. chips. So we, we, I well, rolled
2: Baldwin's over. fish and chips are just okay, and they're pretty expensive for just being okay.
0: When I hear Baldwin's, I don't like it. I like lucky Baldwin's, but if you just said we're going to Baldwin's, yeah, I'd think we're like Alec Baldwin's or like, you know.
2: I'd hang out Steve, with Alec Baldwin. Steve
0: Baldwin's. At least once. What about uh, which Steve Which one's Baldwin. the weird one? Steven. The young one? Yeah, Stephen Baldwin. Yeah. I don't know if I'd hang out with He's him. He's not an American treasure. Whereas Alec and Luke, you know, they're okay. <laughs> but um, getting back to getting back to motorcycles, <laughs> um, yeah, we uh, so Lucky ones used to be the place to go. Now they go all over. There's so many breweries in LA that they just, you know, let's meet up for fish and chips somewhere. Uh, when I showed up at Wiggins' house, he'd been telling me about Trusty Rusty's um, kickstand. And how <laughs> how interesting it was, and I had thought you bought like a forty dollar motorcycle. Uh, you know, I don't know some weird no. clamp
2: kickstand. I was looking at it. You looked at it. Was it was a hundred, and then the one I found was twelve ninety nine. So I bought it. But what, and what type of motorcycle was it for?
0: A non motor
2: motorcycle. <laughs>
0: And what size? Cause that looked like a twenty a sixteen to twenty inch yeah, <laughs> bike
2: kickstand. The largest one was for a twenty inch bike. Yeah. But they didn't get any beefier as the bicycle got bigger. No. So I decided to mount it a little lower. Because a
0: heavy bicycle weighs all of like 40 pounds. What is a trusty rusty <laughs> weigh? Uh times ten. Yeah. Of, I was
2: just gonna forty.
0: I was just gonna say, I just listened like I was saying, I was listening to the uh first episode of twenty eighteen where you were talking about her way like somewhere around 480 pounds or something like that that's quite let's see 40 max 40 pounds or 480 pounds that's a uh to the power of 10 but it looked legit like he seriously cut out a new uh laser cut <laughs> a new foot peg bracket and yeah. it had a little um bicycle uh kickstand mount, right there on it. That I think OEM. I'm gonna like
2: make one. All I gotta do is make a clevis, mount a spring in the right plot, right right spot, and then weld like basically a tube on it with a little foot.
0: Yeah. I show, and I was saying, like, look at Spamela's kickstand. It literally is probably a piece of tube off of an old lawn chair that Yamaha was like, "Hey, we got, we make all these. um, Yamaha makes musical instruments, and they probably had like a bunch of drums, (laughs) drum stands laying around, and they're like, let's cut this drum stand and make a kickstand out of it. It was
2: definitely five times the kickstand that my bike
0: had. But for once, Spamela had more light and more kickstand than Wiggins. Because, because then then your brake light was actually size of a cigarette. Yeah, but it was a bright LED, and it, it wasn't even and a, it brake wasn't light. a brake light. It was just a tail light, <laughs> just a light.
2: <laughs> um, and then my headlight started shutting off on me. And then, if you guys saw my post from the weekend, I didn't understand why the headlight worked fine when I got home the fuck's up with that
0: well because bicycles don't do 85 miles an hour it's not it doesn't have a speedometer in How it do you know have you taken it apart <laughs> it was like you're going way too fast <laughs> so we got to <laughs> shut the headlight off yeah. and make it less safe safety would mean you wouldn't be going this fast in the dark there um yeah i think you should check it because it might have a, a some sort of like gyrometer you know heck if a if a if a what's it called? If a Nintendo Wii controller can have like a crazy accelerometer gyrometer in it. I think well I'm if- just
2: gonna send it back and be like, uh, you know what? It kept shutting off on me. Yeah. It worked fine when I got home, but you I be needed lying. it. I didn't need it when I was at home.
0: You wouldn't be lying. And uh so finally, finally uh, I win Wiggins in something, which is I have a better headlight that if you're going to win somebody in something, don't make it having a better headlight, make <laughs> it something meaningful. But I can't believe that the uh, Spamla outperformed trusty rusty in the headlight department. And I wouldn't even say the taillight. Cause I think your taillight was brighter, even though it's smaller than mine. My taillight is probably brighter. brighter
2: than your brake light on. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's true. I could see you going around corners. I just followed the red streak. It was like watching the old 1990s (laughs) Japanese anime where the red streaks going around the corner. But um, getting up to uh, the Chilau um, school up at Chilau Flats and Chilau Campground, we – again, Wiggins uh, followed me for a little bit and then we passed some fools and then he got in front of me at some point and disappeared because there was a blue – Oh, I wish I could remember what it was. I think it was a Toyota F150. No, it was a, that blue car. Oh yeah, it no. was a Toyota Yaris or something, or a Toyota Prius, which is even worse. and dude, you you and the group ahead of you, like five guys got past her, and then then it was like a bunch of turns, and I was the first car behind her, and there was a three or four guys that I had passed that I'm now like in front of, and we're all going and and we hit some gravel. And Spamily got a little bit sideways. So, like, I didn't, the dude, I rolled off the throttle and the dude comes, like, I rolled off so much that the guy behind me comes up next to me, you know, at this point, And I'm pointing back and forth along the road. Like, look, we're all wearing yeah, dirt. Yeah. This is all dirt. We're on dirt we're right in front.
2: Now. I actually, I was, because you stopped and changed your gloves. So, when I stopped at the top to wait on you, I was like, fuck, oh, we didn't crash in the gravel. And that
0: gravel. There's a lot of gravel for quite a few turns. And it was kind of sketchy because it was in the turns, too. And it was not just, like, it was wet dirt which would have been fine for flat tracking, but there was also some gravelly shit. And this lady, um, this lady was going so slow. And finally, and then there was like seven turnouts and she never took one turnout. And there was no real good straightaways where I could pass her on stinking 250. And everybody behind me is on a triumph. And they were going so slow that I passed them. That tells you something, right? So when they start getting antsy, I'm like, yes, this lady is going to. And then we get up to that one something flats like arrowhead flats or something and she slows way down and like i'm literally two feet from her back bumper and i'm getting ready i'm throttling up to pass her and she pulls back in and i was like what the oh and i I jam on the brakes hoping that the guy behind me like doesn't hit me going what the hell lady like dude she was so and she was laughing and and when we hit the gravel that shit'll get rocks through your windshield yeah and when we hit the gravel, <laughs> I didn't see it because I was looking in the rearview mirror at her laughing. And I was like, oh, shit. And then we hit that gravel and Spam like it's all wiggly. And fucking, you know, I get more irate because now I'm like, shit, now there's gravel all over the road up here. We don't use salt for all you guys in, in Wisconsin and stuff. We use like this. It's like I, sand. I, yeah, it's like this weird like rocky red stuff. It might have like some sort of um salt in it but it doesn't dissolve the snow it just basically puts something down on the ground for the tires to grip that doesn't turn into mud so it gets real nice it's like riding on marbles and this chick's like laughing and talking to her friend and she even like puts on the brakes going downhill and i was like dude and that's why i thought she was turning off because she did it right before a campground and i was like oh she's getting off here at this campground and then when she didn't I was so pissed. And the guy finally went around me and gives her the finger. And I was like, Yeah, fuck that. I'm not I'm not being nice anymore. Like we've waited for like seven turnouts. Like when there's like
2: I don't get there's no fucking point. Like pull over and then go back your slow speed. But people like they were enjoying holding you up. Yeah. That's the shit that like pisses me off. Yeah. It was I did, shitty. The only time I passed people like assholes, like kind of close, was the triumphs we were riding with the group. I was like fourth. And uh, we were doing a decent pace. Maybe I was, I think I was fourth. And I was like, you know what? I passed a couple of the slower guys in the group and uh, the faster three. And then I was like, I was just following and We were just chilling. I was getting used to trusty in the canyons. Like I really didn't know how she would do. And uh, we come up on this truck and we followed it Passed this fucking turnout, Passed another turnout. So I started like weaving through them. And finally we got up. Like I got on the dude's bumper and was like looking in his rearview mirror, yeah. revving the engine every time I was about to pass him. And uh, we got to the Mount Wilson thing and he pulled off. And I gave him, like, I usually do, like, a peace sign, like, a little more relaxed. I gave him a big thumbs up. He's lucky he didn't give a big middle finger like that shit. And it was only because I was like, I don't know how these Triumph guys feel about me giving a middle finger. But uh, they were like, yeah, the dude was a dick.
0: Yeah. Well, when they the Triumph like, guy gave her the middle finger, I knew oh, it yeah, was on yeah. the right track. I was like, yeah. Like, he, he, he must just and been then see her, too. What
2: pisses me off is then those people will go back home and be like, yeah, this oh fucking he's motorcycle's motorcycle. flipping me off. They're such fucking assholes. And I'm
0: like... They passed me on the double yellow. Yeah, they're only assholes because you're a fucking asshole. Dude, the speed limit's 45 on that road. Yeah. And I know that motorcycles may hit 120 on the straightaway. But just who
2: gives a fuck? It's not you. Let people do their thing. If someone comes up, behind, I don't care if I'm out there on my RC51. If a fucking Porsche comes up ripping,
0: I'm gonna get out of the way yeah. for him. Yeah,
2: because by the way, cars go through canyons faster than motorcycles.
0: Yeah, they have four gripping surfaces. Yeah. We have barely one. Yeah, we <laughs>
2: have one that's about two inches wide at the most. Yeah,
0: we have one divided by two. <laughs>
2: and I think the way it works out, can't motorcycles only do one G corner speed? Good corner, question. corner, uh. Force. Let me go ask my G friend. And with, yeah, with downforce, <laughs> cars are like. Let I me mean, ask fucking F ones like let me twelve ask Snoop or something. Dog.
0: <laughs> Bada bing. Uh if, if motorcycles can do more than one G. Um I guess if they ride nuts to butts, it can do two G's. But um but no, I get it. And yeah, and yeah, when there's yeah. When, when people want to pass me, you know, I'm on a two fifty. I think it's funny that every year I pass people on my bike. I usually give them a honk and I know Trusty doesn't have a horn, but I give them a little beep beep. But you know that chicken that Prius couldn't hear me revving because Spamel is not even <laughs> as loud as the Prius. Yeah. <laughs> but it was so frustrating and the guy we you know I had passed. Them like you said, I passed them. I gave them a honk and a wave and a, and a peace sign after I passed them. And when I got to the top, it was the same sort of thing, you know. Oh yeah, that was fine. But that lady, like, come on! And the fact that she was holding us up on purpose, um, yeah, there was no need really, for that. Really sucked. Um, so it's just interesting. It was fun. I love, I love the New Year's ride, and and I really love the fact that you had Trusty out there. It was so much fun showing up at your house, seeing it, and then getting down there in time to still make the ride of course you. it know. was cool dude that bike got so many looks yes so much attention remember last year you took the ducati and everyone's like oh ducati and then they're like oh is this a 250 like and then i was yeah. like dude take trusty i know and then yeah, yeah i was like, so glad so that many that people came up and talked about out. it yeah rc51 just like
2: would've it would have been an okay bike yeah, but it just it wasn't looks yeah
0: like like the and
2: it would have fit in okay yeah. I, I mean not that i mean I, I think with that ride too i know Diggs was really wanting to go and then he didn't go because all he had was an r1 well, and he's like that oh he's like oh my speed triple and I'm like I get it too though like I hate being that guy like I wouldn't take my Dyna on that ride and there was a Dyna on that ride
0: yeah so I I get it you know Um, baggers. I mean it's just it's fine it's it's all about the ride they don't judge nobody judges everybody's welcome to me
2: that's what like one of the things that makes that ride so cool is there's such a crazy mix of bikes you know there's really not that many modern sport bikes but you know what if you chill and you just ride with the dudes that are there no one would care that you were on a new R1 or whatever but you know, it's it's cool like seeing that. Vincent, last year that Excelsior came out. Um you know, just like stuff like that. Is... Yeah, this year that
0: Black Shadow, I think, was the oldest bike, except for that Indian with the tractor seat. I don't know what year that was. That looked like there's a
2: couple of r- flathead Harleys too.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. Those, so guys, those could be old. They look pretty pretty old. Yeah. Like, and but it was cool. People of, were stoked on just like a lot of brand new stuff out there.
2: Cause trusty too, they were um I mean, fuck, it's still dirty. Yeah. (laughs) You know? So people were stoked that it was like dirty and you could tell it was written. They were like, where's that's the headlight? And I'm like, yeah, you know, whatever.
0: Um, But no one was really like sketched out by it. I think my motorbike obsessions was following the. the The Instagram live and was like street legal ish and i was like yes my friend Uh legal ish as long as it's the 50 50 if it passes at 50 feet or 50 miles an hour it's good to go when
2: the headlight totally went out i was bummed but the brake light during the daytime didn't really bother me especially in the canyon didn't really bother me um you
0: know and and it never went out
2: no it it stayed on totally yeah yeah you know
0: a lot of those old bikes my friend has a bsa and my other friend has a norton you have to turn the headlights on. There's a separate yeah, switch yeah, to turn is. them on. You, I mean, some, yeah. some bikes, maybe you forgot to turn well, them on. Well, and,
2: and on those bikes, though, if the headlight goes out, it might be legal. Yeah. Mine's not old enough. It's only a 94, so it's not old what enough. What cop for that. is
0: going to pull you over and be like, what? Well, you're. There's oh, also. Oh, that. this is a 94. I mean, someone right?
2: would have to totally be a dick. I had registration and insurance. Yeah.
0: And, so, and a plate. And that's all you yeah, need. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly. Whose bike did you steal that plate off, by the way?
2: No, it's that bike.
0: Oh, oh I thought it was so- from a Ford Ranger. It was so big.
2: <laughs> so that bike, when I bought it, Uh, I got it all registered and legit in California and I rode it as a street tracker actually a little bit and it sucked I mean it it still it sucked on on Monday yesterday on the uh on the freeway and stuff, like it's not that great. It looks so the cool. front brake helps. I actually I had a front brake on it back then too. The funny um, the
0: funny thing is those are like R six forks or something, right? Yeah, they're R six forks. Because I I was like, oh look, there's like tabs for two brakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Here. There's <laughs> tabs I can run dual disc, dude. It's got
0: rebound rebound and dampening
1: compression. It's on on got everything.
2: <laughs> um yeah, it uh so it was all registered and insured, and then I ended up non opting it finally last year. But I kept – it's not – it's like – I don't know. It's like fucking 20 bucks a year to insure that thing. It's ridiculous because yeah. I don't have comp on it. Actually, I might have full coverage on that actually because the Harleys were so fucking cheap. I just like, yeah, whatever. Give it all. My sport bikes aren't as cheap, so they were different. But um, when I went to El Mirage, I got, play, I got tags updated because I was like – I was trying to get a green sticker for El Mirage so it was at least legal to be out there. And uh, everyone I called, like, AAA and everything. And, of course, I call in the fucking DMV. And it was like, please hold. Please leave a message and we'll call. It. So I talked to someone out at El Mirage. And I talked to someone at AAA. And they were like, well, triple, well El Mirage was like, oh, it's probably not a problem. But, you know. Um, and then. triple can
0: make it one if you want us Yeah, too.
2: AAA was like, yeah, we can green sticker it. But um, we'll turn it into an off-road vehicle. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't want to do that. And they're like, "Uh, well, then we don't know. So I just paid the extra money and um, updated the plates. Do you have to back pay? Because I've never (sighs) non-op, but do you have to pay back reg? Yes and no. So if you non-op in California, California is a weird one. If you just let your plates expire, they will fucking charge you anyway. Oh, yeah. Jesus. So you you can non-op it for like 30 bucks, right? Which is non-operational, means you're not driving it. So that's fine, not a problem. So I did that. If you go a year, that year was 30 bucks, And I believe after that, it doesn't cost anything. It's already on non-op. But if you want to register so my plates were due in April, right? I think April. So well, you have to, I had you to, have pay to pay, pay from every, April every year. to yeah. April. I had oh, to buy okay. the entire year. Yeah, yeah. And because it wasn't non opt for more than a year, I didn't save any money with non-op. Yeah. But um, if, like, my 04 has been non-op now for more than a year or for about a year... That one will save me a little bit of money.
0: Um, yeah. So Here, here's because oh, I know yeah. Spamala is – dude, dig this. My car, which is barely over 10 years old, is $136 a year to register. Spamala, which is 1980, so almost friggin' 40 – almost 40 years old, is $122. There's like – uh, what is that a ninety seven dollar difference i 'm just kidding my math isn 't that bad it 's like twelve bucks right difference um from spamla to my car and yet there 's like a thirty year difference there of of age of vehicle spamo if i non op um i think it 's like twenty something bucks a year um, if i were to like you know like you just said if I were to let it expire and not non op it let's say for two years i would have to pay that 122 dollars or whatever it is it it would it, it goes up exponentially it would be like i might even have to pay like the the max because like after 90 days they they put like a maximum late fee you know for every 30 days and after 90 days it it's like a maximum fee and it's almost double of what you owe so if i were to not pay it for two years it would be like 500 dollars to reinstate it it wouldn't just be like the the yearly fee for that uh for that year, I would have to pay all the back reg on it, and that's why they say if you let a vehicle go out of the system for seven years, do not do an inquiry on it, don't do anything, don't yeah, try to register, yeah. just let it go. Don't out. even go
2: ask about it yeah it updates that it seven updates years. It updates it.
0: Just to just reapply for it brand new, and so I get it. Like the non-op thing is so valuable because it's like twenty or thirty bucks a year versus. Uh, five years of the maximum amount of back reg, which is like can be up to like $800, 900 You know what I'm saying? Like it's just – it's a nightmare. So you did? I think you did like – that's a good uh, good way to look at it. And paying from April to April, <clears throat> at least you weren't paying like four years of back reg fees at like the maximum. Well, amount?
2: what I was doing before, I was just registering it every year. Um, I even did that with my other sports because I thought what you had to do with non-op – was to re-register, you had to go get it inspected. Mm. It's, I found out that's not
0: true. Not with non-op, yeah, yeah. Non-op's just like I'm going to park it for a while. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm in the military and I'm because I overseas. was
2: scared for like uh, my other sporty and this one really like um when I had it originally inspected, uh, a guy did it and uh he was like, oh yeah, they gave you a regular title, not an off-road title, and I was like, yeah, dude, if they would have gave me an off-road title, you're going back and fixing that shit. Um, but my other one's like it's losing turn signals and shit it's gonna have headlight taillight but no turn signals like i don't want to reinspect it so i was keeping it up to date oh
0: yeah yeah
2: um and i was i ended up non-opting it when i found out you don't have to get it inspected yeah but i don't know how other states are maybe because uh, a lot of other states don't give a shit yeah you let it sit and if it sits for a year you don't pay that fucking year
0: yeah you pay for what you use now I a, really like a
2: lot that, of man. other states are catching
0: up yeah and they're like fuck you we want all of your money <laughs> So in some ways, California is good because like if they legalize lane splitting everywhere or not lanes, I'm going to quit calling it lane splitting. That's my resolution for trying to take. lane sharing because we share. We don't split. We actually share with, with cars and other bikes and stuff. But, you know, that's good because it lets everybody uh, – it lessens traffic, you know yeah. what I mean? And it keeps – uh, keeps us cool in the summertime because we keep moving. But when they're like, "Oh, look what California's <laughs> doing with <what> their registration," <laughs> <laughs> everyone else is probably like, Fuck "I mean, you, everyone kind of knows that California wants every single penny they oh, can
2: get." Dude, I mean, it, it's they're they're known for that anyway. They're fucking broke, and the roads are shit. But they want. They're like, how can, they can we get, get
0: money to? and fix this let me tell you You the guy
2: who wants to move out of the state so
0: (laughs) yeah i i used to want to and now i'm like i I don't know fuck screw it Uh, i'm used to it i'm looking yeah oh
2: i'm it's almost like getting, getting i don't know if i will ever get used to realizing that i have lived in a place for four years and i spend 20 about 30 grand a year in rent
0: yeah well yeah you know and if you owned a house you'd pay just about the same you'd pay more but in a you would, mortgage you would own it for yeah. uh after after a few of those years. yeah right um yeah i don't know man uh to wrap up to wrap up this uh this little first segment we had a lot of fun the, it was beginning, good. the beginning of this year, the 29th, I took Chris to see some old, old shitty <laughs> bastards. Old the shitty hot, The fans. Hot Snakes. And, uh, that was fun because I used to, uh, you know, back when I was about 83, I used to watch those guys rock out all the time, and they're still rocking for some 50-something year old dudes. They're still good. They're still and really good. And it was good. cool to me,
2: um, I really like the band that played right before them, but it was super cool to see how, uh... What I told tournament at the show was the levels were adjusted so much better.
0: It took them fucking forty minutes to set up between acts. That one, well, I, they didn't even fucking. They weren't even out there doing anything. I don't even know. Yeah. They just know what to set up. But and those dudes are probably back drinking, schmoozing. You yeah, know, they're, yeah. They're, when you get older, like you're on your time. People started to get shitty. Yeah. In the in the crowd, and started. A, part of me is bit. like, dude, we're at a
2: shithole bar in Tustin. Like, yeah don't don't be that kind of band. Yeah. Like, you're not fucking Guns and Roses. Yeah. Like, don't do that. And I but... don't know
0: if they were. Or I don't know if they started talking to somebody backstage and did, like, a rabbit oh, yeah. hole. And they're, oh, shit, oh, I got a show. Yeah. I did that tonight with the chicken. Uh, yeah. You know, I invited uh, Wiggins and, and his fam came over, and we did a barbecue, and I started talking to you guys, and I was like, hey, this chicken's been on there for 15 <laughs> minutes out of uh, the seven minutes <laughs> it's supposed to be on there. Let's, uh, let's go good, wrap this up.
2: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was a good, it was cool to see, like, some old puck beds and a little shitty bar. And um, by the way, if you go to Marty's on Newport, don't order the chicken strips because you'll get shitty chicken nuggets.
0: Go to Ralph's Vaughn's. Uh, yeah. what, what are some.
2: Pull f- them out of the
0: freezer. Yeah, section. what are some stuff on the East Coast? Uh, like uh, Kroger, Sa- Kroger's, yeah. and Safeways. Go there, get some kids' dino chicken strips that are basically yeah. the same thing. Same fucking oh thing. Oh my God, that's terrible. And then. For uh, fucking.
2: We got, we each got a drink and each got chicken strips in quotations, and it was fucking $40.
0: Was it 40 bucks? Yeah. Oh my God. I got to give Wiggins a lap dance. I wanted after to this.
2: punch the fucking server. I wanted to be like, hey, Next time someone orders chicken strips, you need to clarify they're not fucking chicken strips.
0: The funny thing is, on the menu there was a picture of them, and they look like chicken strips. And I thought it was just a like a funny picture, like hey, this is. But that's exactly yeah, it was a funny picture. It was like a
2: funny cartoon picture. It wasn't like a picture of them. And
0: that's what it looked like when they came out. It was like, oh, this is like that picture was like of a kid's chicken strip, and that's. I want to leave a Yelp
2: review and be like this. I I mean, you know, like I'm totally cool if it would have said like shitty chicken nuggets and they're eight bucks, and you're just fucked. And have to order them, but they weren't. It said chicken strips, and so I was like, Fuck yeah, I need some good chicken strips, and then they weren't.
0: I started to wonder if chicken strips was the name of a punk band or what a chicken does before Dude. it makes those nuggets. Chicken yeah. strips, uh strips all the good stuff off, and Ugh, That's what was left But it was fun and, uh, It was a good show though We got home late And I stayed up super late And I got a present I think I said At the beginning of the show I'm sorry patrons I haven't mailed out Your little surprises for you What's better than A free surprise A free late surprise I hope you're not mad <laughs> That I haven't got you Your little free thing Out to you Did they know That free things were coming I posted it on uh, Patreon See what you're
2: gonna Have to start doing Is waiting until it goes I out know. And be like Hey look in your mailbox tomorrow
0: Yeah because I was like the Pro tip for 2019 Yeah turdman learns something turdman doesn 't set expectations that he doesn 't realize he can 't meet until he 's halfway through it and goes, "Oh shit balls." But, um, yeah, you spent a lot of time on those, yeah. And you know what? And they're hard to do. It's not, I I learned the hard way through this one where I tried to mass market it, and then the printer ink doesn't dry. This is still wet. This is like two weeks ago. I've seen the
2: the Instagram video on how to make those. You like draw it out bigger, put it in the oven, and it shrinks up, and then it gets hard, and then you put a hole in it. Hey,
0: that sounds like my sex life. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not talk about that, but. I got something for my birthday which happened and I know my birthday I think on Facebook says it's today which is not but I got something over the Christmas break that uh, changed my plan a little bit so you Uh, guys you guys may or may not depending on if I can figure out how to use it within the next week because I do want to get these things out if I can figure out how to use it if not then this coming year the patrons are going to get something really cool uh, that I make with this new little fun gadget that I got yeah
2: I'm excited for it so
0: if you look behind you there you can see all the stuff that I'm supposed to be mailing out in that box right there. <laughs> That's a big box of stuff. Yeah. So uh, I've been trying to work hard and do stuff, but it's hard to do it all by hand. And yeah. uh, I'm beginning to learn why Etsy people probably make make the big bucks. Um, hey, this year, 2019, I thought I'd started off. We got some stupid cards for this year that were just like stocking stuffers. And I was like, oh, this is a super stupid game. Let's, uh, let's talk about it on the show. Okay. So I'm going um, <laughs> to... The Cards Against Humanity? I wish, dude. Right? That, that was basically our challenge. I'm going to give you... Okay, so Wiggs got a card and I got a card. What I the did, hell are these things on there? I, I a think sea cucumber? Yours is a sea cucumber and mine is a sea anemone. It even says it right Weird. there. Uh, so Wiggs, what have you improved most in this past year? 2018 to now. Oh. Uh, hosting the show? Um, Remembering... The-
2: <laughs> I don't know if I've ever gotten remotely good at hosting the show.
0: So what What did you improve? So uh,
2: that kind of came in at a flat line, like level one, and stayed there. <laughs> <laughs> what have I improved on? I want to say my knife-making skills. Yeah,
0: you've been um, making some bitchin' stuff.
2: It's getting better, you know. it's Sometimes I just have to slow down and, and take my time, which is hard sometimes. And uh, sometimes I get on a roll and I just bust through some stuff and I'm like, damn, that all looks good. How the fuck did I do it? Yeah.
0: Same so, with me and making Patreon stuff, Right?
2: <laughs> yep. Right. So, um,
0: uh,
2: yeah, I don't, that's what I would say. Uh, that's probably my constant improvement right now. I'm at a weird thing in my life where, um, you have a
0: wife th- and a kid.
2: Yeah. But like <laughs> work's not doing anything improve wise. Like, um, racing is going downhill because i'm getting older and fatter and lazier and have a family and i don't ride as much as i should so i'm not really improving at that i'm just kind of trying to hold on to a dream um <laughs> <laughs> like i don't go fucking practice anymore i don't think i've been practicing like two or three times since my kid was born um so yeah that's about it uh i'm um i'm getting better at forza because i'm playing online and i'm I'm paying more attention to uh, try and get better at
0: video game racing. Right. <laughs> hey, and if you want to know, on, but, a, on uh, a total t- quick, t- quick side note, uh, on a, I, if you listen to uh, Cleveland Moto Podcast, they talked about how people can get... Actually, iRacing has got so good that you... Can,
2: Donut just talked about that too. They did a whole show on it.
0: That you can get your driving... You can get some of your driver license school waived if you play iRacing because really? it's that.
2: And iRacing is very technical. Yeah. Um, the hard part with that is you need like... Monitors and and you need steering (laughs) wheels. Goblin came in, and the the cool part with iRacing is like if you crash another driver, like it records it all and it's all reflected in your in your thing and like your skill level and like it's very 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 technical. Uh, Fans Choice streams it too. Yes, Fans Choice does stream it. Yeah, Yeah. Um, so (laughs) he doesn't he doesn't know what to say. He's just gonna come into the mic. Yeah.
0: Um. I ah, say, get out of here, you big beast!
2: Yeah, donut just did a show on if you could, um, if you could basically go pro on <laughs> on um, video game racing, and there was a guy for Gran Turismo or Forza, I think Gran Turismo, who won some driving competitions, and part of winning was you got a you got a ride in a car, like a, a team offered this person a ride. They ended up driving for like three years. Yeah. That at was, a professional level
0: that was grand turismo 4 and it was team nissan did it and if yeah. you won because i used to do that online that's mm-hmm. when it first went to online mode and uh, i think it was nissan um like the gt lm2 or not the gt lm they the, were like, like they the, weren't in a, they were in like cheap cars to start anyway yeah it was but, like the z350 like jdm style I don't yeah, know what yeah they yeah. call it but it was what whatever the le mans series was where you do like The lowest class, like GT3 or GT4, they were in those, or maybe even like touring sedan, whatever it was. Yeah, they got a they raced online against a bunch of people, got picked up by Nissan, got trained, and then like in a real car, and was like, "Hey, you're good on
2: yeah." And so Lewis Hamilton's brother actually is doing the same thing. He's like a championship video game driver. I watched a thing on some news thing about his brother. And he's actually got a ride in a car now. If you guys don't know this about Lewis Hamilton's brother, he's severely physically handicapped, though.
0: And his name is Alexander Hamilton, and he was the president of the United States at some point. So, Um, in 2019, will we see you give up motorcycle racing and go... No, I'm not that good. Oh, really? Okay.
2: Yeah, I do okay, and I I play with the controller. I don't like... I don't want to buy all this shit.
0: The surround sound, or the surround room? Yeah,
2: Yeah. I just want to play with the fucking controller. Yeah. But I am loving Forza online stuff, and the more serious stuff, there's like a... There's this GT class where you're driving GT cars, um, like the DTM style, um, and it's an endurance one. So instead of like four laps, it's like 12 to 18, 20 laps, depending on the track.
0: Um, Do you remember Gran Turismo 3? uh, And everyone since then, they had legit 24 and 12 hour and eight hour races that were legit. I don't think
2: we ever played those. Forza used to have more endurance. Yeah and seven they dropped off they only had a couple endurance events and um they weren't very endurancey i mean there was like 10 laps at nurberg um and there was like le mans but it wasn't like they used to have like legit like four or five hour events yeah. i don't even remember how i beat them i think if you turn the steering um on to uh to steer for you a little bit assist it's not total and then you can put a rubber band on the on the thing and uh Turn the Weird. turn the people you're racing against down low, and it'll beat the endurance ones for you. It's yeah. not great, but it works. Okay.
0: Yeah, like on Gran Turismo, it was three or four when they started the B driver. I would do like four hours after you know after I got home at work from work, and then it's like, dude, I can't stay up eight hours after work. You know, yeah. it would be time for me to go back. Oh to work. yeah, yeah. One of them so you would could have sub B in a driver, driver. Yeah. yeah, and he would drive, and then I'd wake up in the morning and see how he was doing. So if he there, was doing good. I'd take. There him over used
2: again. to be Forza Seven, I think, changed it. There used to be one where, um, and it was either see i don't i never played gran turismo that much when i was young um like middle school high school Corey, one of the listeners and i we played because he had a playstation and i was poor and we would go to his house and we played Story playstation a lot yeah and uh but that was like gt that was like gran turismo one two three i don't know and we had to do the license stuff and i remember i thought it was one of the forzas you had a car, and like even now um like if I like every day that I or whenever I get on it tells me like, "Oh your drive was in like five events and you made like seven thousand credits or whatever four thousand credits. It's not that much, but used to be you had to go into the drivetar and you had to like go to tracks in cars and do lap times, and that would improve your drive avatar but and it would do it a little bit from you racing, but I think if you went into that section and you could improve on it, then it would like basically like your personal ai would go race um and you could do but i remember gran turismo yeah had like a b driver you could actually sub in yeah for long races it was weird i hear voices
0: you think your wife's bailing
2: right now it's probably getting close yeah
0: (laughs) it's quarter to eight it's like my kid's bedtime
2: no that means yeah evie's already in bed so
0: she's already passed out um so for this year do you think you're gonna do more racing more knife making um
2: Hopefully, definitely more knife making. Hopefully, the racing stays about the same. Um, what, about,
0: what about the work? Your your work oh, hasn't done much improvement. Stuff. Or are you going to be the change you want to see at your no, work? No, yeah. my
2: work won't do anything for me for <laughs> being changed. Okay,
0: they'll be like, oh, thanks for changing. Thanks, later. office Max, for like not listening to Wiggins. Uh, yeah, so I don't um, like how I threw that threw <laughs> that red yeah, herring right? in there. Um, yeah, thanks it, Domino's Pizza for not listening to his motorcycle delivery <laughs> uh, ideas. The
2: Yeah, I mean, racing's... I got some cool stuff coming up. I got a 1250 kit at home. I got some new heads for for Trusty. Uh, I think I'm going to have to put some Octane Booster in the fuel from there on out.
0: And some tire... gripper have you seen those like on instagram i've seen a bunch of them everybody's posting tire gripper and it says undetectable
2: right on oh yeah the i saw carver posted it. i'm like where do i buy that shit at he's like i don't know he's like i don't even know if it helps it's so funny. it's funny from a guy like him i saw three different
0: helps. posts from different people and the really? brands all said undetectable on yeah
2: it. yeah but they're not undetectable supposedly what happened but i guess Tim
0: hortons is not undetectable
2: supposedly apparently. with the tim hortons um what happened there was actually not tire doping so what I said from the beginning was I don't see why he would cheat. Now, this, I had,
0: is this a new development?
2: Uh, kind of, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how official it is, and I haven't heard an official uh. pass this. But even I said it, like why would you at that level cheat? Because not at the pro level. I get why a lot of those guys would cheat, but why would when you're already individual on top? individual yeah, cheat? Yeah. He's already on top. He won a championship. He's in row to dominate again, and why would you cheat and taint that? Championship like taint in no, career like that. Taint twice, bro. So, <laughs> um, and you know, one of the guys I talked to was like, Well, you know what? Winning is winning. And if you're greedy, right? And I'm like, Yeah, but he still, he doesn't
0: seem greedy.
2: Um, I don't know. He likes to win. I, I know that, but. Anyway, so the development I heard was the tire was actually totally legit.
0: When we get to video, if we ever start doing video, I won't be doing any of the stuff I was just doing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, the tire was totally legit. It was just a couple years old, and the compound was different. Yeah. and We it was, talked about this on an episode. Put it, yeah, maybe. And they put it on, and the rider liked it, and they raced on it. But there was no tire-altering substance put on it. It was just an old tire. And now they're trying to prove that that's what the old tire was different than the new tire. It got a little
0: bit of Tim Horton spilled on it.
2: Yeah, so I don't know. That's a story. Who knows if it's true? I don't even know. I mean, obviously, that. so I guess they're protesting it and trying to clear his name and all that. But
0: he has an asterisk in it, just like Sammy Sosa, for the doping of his muscles during the home runs that him and Mark McGuire had. And they all want those asterisks taken off. Um, So, yeah, uh, I have to say... anything we can do for the podcast to improve it, I would be down with. I feel you on the work front because work got crazy for me last year and having taken like a week and a half off, <laughs> this is the first time I've ever taken a week and a half off like during this time of the year and I know when I get back to work I'm probably going to have 7,000 emails and a whole one day back I'm going to probably have just a for the
2: podcast, podcast we've talked about some stuff. Um, we've talked about how hard it is too, but we want to do yeah. some more video content. We do. I, w- um, I really want to do it. And I keep, I keep running into hitches. Like I tried doing in some the other day, literally, and uh I got an old iPod or iPad that I was like, Oh, I'm gonna I'll just do the video editing on this because my phone was full of storage, and uh it's like oh it th- th- won't download the GoPro software. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck? I did get a new phone, but I don't really want to do it all on my phone. Like, I wanted yeah. to have an iPad that's the future because man. I have an iPad. Phones so, are the future. <laughs> oh, though. for sure. I wanted to be like, hey, I have this iPad, it's got all my photos on it, it's got the videos on it, I can do some editing. Um. So I don't do it near
0: enough. Now you know? you've got an iPad called a phone. Uh, yeah, I did get the two hundred and fifty six <laughs> fucking gig say, one, Your dude. your your phone probably has more storage than my wife's actual old dude, iPad. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's true. I got this new gadget. So I'm gonna be trying to do new Patreon stuff that's cooler. Um. We're gonna try some more video this year. I already got. Yeah, this. we're still
2: gonna do it. I yeah. have my GoPro. I got to figure out. I turn it on; and it tells me the the memory card's full, but it then it shuts itself off and won't let me delete stuff off the memory card. Worse than a cop cam. <sighs> <And> I can't <laughs> find my little card reader for my iPhone, my X charger, and I want one for the iPad that has the little old school four charger, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, I I definitely want to do some of that. I think for the show and for the you know for the listeners, so we can have them also be viewers.
0: Yeah, and I think it'll be totally worth it if we can—we're uh, not going to get to the level that, like, some other m- actual media outlets have, but we'll get there in well, terms it, of our own Yeah, and style. I think it'd be
2: cool just to have some, like, video stuff related to, you know, I mean, going going to the rides like we do and trying to do the live feed and stuff and talk while we're there I think is definitely part of it. But And
0: with my phone dying after about 10 minutes of anything, like, that's going to suck. Yeah, but. well,
2: I just got rid of my six because of that. Yeah. Actually, I got rid of my six because I opened a Christmas present and it was like, here's your Christmas present. Go get a new phone.
0: Uh, I I think we should do live music on every episode. I don't know if you want me included in that. And that's your live music for this one. I trying to play dueling banjos. I can't even see. Yeah, I can't even see the strings. Uh, You sure do got a pretty mouth. You got a pretty mouth and I like it real good. You play
2: that backwards? Like, you play the big string on the bottom?
0: Yeah, I'm a left-handed I know
2: dude. that, but I thought you would string it the right way for being a lefty.
0: I don't play nothing the right way round. Huh. That's kind of interesting. My whole is pink and my lips are brown. <laughs> oh, man. All right, that's enough live. I've decided I went overboard there with the live music. Cross the line already. But, uh, yeah, I'm planning on making some new music, new intro music, a new intro. Because I used to do them, like, once a year. And then, like, once I got that one, I was like, I kind of like this one. You know, yeah. we'll, we'll roll with this. But I'm going to do a funny one, I think, with some good drops from you and I. Good. Um, I was I was thinking about last year how many guests we had on. You did Carver last year, right? It wasn't 2017. It was last year. End of 2017. Oh, was it 17? Yeah, yeah. Dang nabbit. I know. Well, we had the Milwaukee rivets on, and we had Narissa, who is a Milwaukee rivet, but is also a member of the build who helps uh, girls get into engineering. And
2: she a Patreon subscriber also? She's or also just a... a
0: Patreon subscriber. She's also a great friend of the show. We've met in person. Um, the only thing I haven't done is ride with her. Like, I would love to go down. I not don't ride, either. Not right now in Milwaukee, but I'd love to, to check out well, I mean, out if Milwaukee. she wants to come here. Yeah, she could come here and ride. That's for sure. Uh, but if I went to Milwaukee... I know they love tacos back there. The, I, I gave them the name in the mill, Taco Rivets, on the show. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure they could hook us up with some of those crappy East Coast tacos that yeah. you're talking about. But, uh, yeah, I, I... What what brought us to this? What was I saying? But, um oh, the intros. That's right, because people we've interviewed. That's what it was. So we interviewed the Milwaukee Rivets. We've interviewed Nerissa, uh, alone for the build. Uh, we interviewed Sarah last year, who is a Serpent's Bones Ohio, and I've been seeing her. I thought Ohio was cold this time of year, but she's been posting a lot of ride uh, footage that she's been h- hoofing it around on the yeah. Serpent's Bones recently, like last week, and it looks sunny. I mean, it might have been chilly. It could be... They're a little further south than Milwaukee, and they're off the lake. Yeah, I mean that could have been like where, how we were riding. It was yeah. cold, but it wasn't like deadly yeah, was cold. Totally doable. Even though I stopped to put my snowbol- <laughs> snowmobile gloves on, ah. I was cold. I was cold. My my hands started to hurt again, like they did that one year when it was only 33. Um, but I mean, four degrees cool. I mean, it's not yeah. four degrees when it's that cold. But um, so yeah, we interviewed them. We interviewed, and I want to say that we helped. Uh, Mimi and Moto—they were half halfway funded before our um, interview. Interview with them, yeah. and they had one week to go. I was like doubting. I had five week, five days to go, and somehow they overfunded. So oh. I I feel responsible for that. Uh, I'm gonna. You know, Mark actually is did such a great job, and he had a lot, so much to say, and he was so eloquent in the way he put that. But Mimi and Moto, and if you haven't heard of them, they're the Motorcycle Monkeys. Go check them out on Kickstarter. You can probably still fund it. Um, I tagged all the Moto. You can parents. buy their
2: old book too, if nothing else. Yeah, their
0: old book gets carried by like Moto America and the Barber Museum in their gift store. So that tells you like yeah. the type of people that are carrying this thing. Um, of course, we had Chris Wiggins on for every almost every episode of 2018. Yeah. We interviewed you last year at this time. We, I think, I called in a couple times to you while you were traveling cross country. Be a little after this, but yeah, oh my yeah. god, and that was that was so funny. And then uh, so we didn't have Carver on. We had him on 17, but we did have we had on... a short interview at Sacramento Mile. Yeah, I don't oh. know if that was on the show.
2: That was just on the Facebook and stuff. Yeah,
0: I don't nice. remember. But um, you know, we've had and then of course at IMS. And at AIM, we talked to uh, Mike from uh, Lifan, we talked to the Nokomoto guys, which had this big rant on the Hayabusa, and it turns out they're still going to be making the Hayabusa. So MotoGP, I'm sorry, and uh, I'll shoot you an email uh, sometime. We talked to Kevin from Steady a few times, uh, Jordan Diggs from Diggs & Ghost, uh, Chris McIntyre from Eagle Rider, who I can't wait to talk to more in 2019, um, Al Jesse from Mirror Lock we talked to. Uh, I just I feel like we got... A lot of good conversations, and then Kevin's buddy Doug from the IE Groms. Um, we talked to him a little bit because the Groms are like on fire right now. And uh, a couple people that we try to get in touch with I think I may have tried to get in touch with Chris Singsime, I don't remember if we talked last year or not, but um, definitely all the people that we talked to at Brady's last track day like it was just such a fun year of talking to people. And this next year, uh, the improvement I want to make for the show is to talk to people. Uh, more more creative people. Uh, what question do you have for me there? And uh, then we'll get into some other stuff. What's my question? Wh- which y- of yours th- says,
2: which of your creative projects makes you the most proud?
0: I'd have to say Spamla. <laughs> <laughs> because I made almost everything on Spamla. <laughs> I got Spamla with a fuel tank and a frame, and that was about it. Well, the forks. So everything else um, I put on it, most of the stuff was from it, but it was in a box, and I put her back together, cobbled some stuff. I I didn't didn't even run that fuel tank for a long time. I ran a CB160 fuel tank on Mm. her for quite a while and had, like, Clubman handlebars, and then I made my own clip-ons, blah, blah, blah. So... That makes me proud right now. What really makes me proud, I guess, I should say first and foremost is this podcast because it's put us in touch with so many people from Australia, Canada. Um, People are listening all over um, England and and, uh, Europe now, like the, uh, the EU, a lot of people listening to us. India, we've had some listeners, and I've actually touched base. With people on Facebook on a personal level saying, Hey, do you get us in India? Because uh, if you have an explicit tag on your podcast, this is not really motorcycle related, but a lot of people can't get you in their country because a lot of other countries aren't as free as the US of A. I'm sure a lot of the guys that listen to us that are service members could tell you when they travel to other countries, yeah. sure, you can get us on, you know, over the, the good old US Uncle Sam's beaming Wi Fi over there to the base, but uh, you try to go out into um, the general civilian. Population, and you can't get that stuff. I don't, you know, Paul wouldn't be able to stream us in India um, if he was over there listening on the Indian version of iTunes mm. uh, when he's over traveling in India all the time, and a lot of our Indian listeners wouldn't be able to listen to us Uh, because of the e-tag and they don't like explicit stuff so it's not that we're trying to be offensive or anything like that or say stuff that we we don't think your uh, local government disagrees with but what we do want to do is make ourselves available so we can all talk about motorcycling so I'm really excited I'm proud of this show and I'm not always proud of the stuff we say because who knows if it's right even if we we do try to put in the research but we could be wrong and that's why it's important to touch base with people all over the, the globe to see what's going on what's happening and you're part of the world that keeps that that you know makes you part of this motorcycle my motorcycling family and like what creative stuff do you do you know paul's always sending me pictures from india of the way people customize their bikes and even cars and like weird stuff over there i think it's so cool and I want to know, like, what's the thing like in, like, Scott Jones. You know, he, right before he went to Bali, we, I interviewed him a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And Bali changed his life. And it's because the way motorcycling is viewed over there and the way people do it is so much different. Yeah, and the crazy. culture is different over there. And just all that totally was a life-changing thing for him. I want to know about that. Like, why is it that you're... Um, the way you celebrate two wheels and, the, and what you do on them and with them over there is so different than here. And like, what's the creative story behind that? I want to know this stuff. So even here from Milwaukee to, uh, Los Angeles is, is a different scene. So it's just, it's super cool. Um, super glad, um, that we've made this weird, like, uh, trans, you know, transcendental trans, uh, national, um, Little motorcycling family, and I kind of want to get into more of that this next year. I really miss touching base with Dan from Daily Bikers over in Australia, seeing how they're doing over there right now. Uh, maybe we can talk to some more people from Australia. Lance up in Canada. Um, I saw that he posted something the other day where his beard was frozen and it's like, dude, you're riding, you're going outside to a place where the weather hurts your face. Like, I can't believe that you, you know, you love riding for the two or three months that you can do it. You know, same as the folks in, in Wisconsin, which is really Southern Canada, um, you know, three months, four months of riding and uh, you guys are killing it, you know? So I I just love touching base with all these people. Um, the most proud, that's probably it. Second most proud thing that you know i i I love doing stuff for people that enjoy it so the patreon patrons on patreon uh the people that write in or send stuff if you get if you give me your address you've got something back whether it's a sticker a letter a handwritten letter um A lot of times I wish I could do something as good. Like Dan from Daily Bikers, I wish I could draw as good as him. I'd send him something, but I can't. And so it's like, well, dude, what can I give you that's better than you have given me? Nothing really. So, you know, I'll give you what I can. So, uh, yeah, if I've got your address, I've sent you something. So feel free to send your – email us your address. And even if we just write you a little letter, you know, a stamp is like 50 cents. You're worth 50 cents to us. So no matter what part of the globe you're in, um email us uh you know we can start some correspondence um and then getting wiggins on board i'm really proud of that because i somehow i tricked you to come over here once a week (laughs) in blab motorcycles (laughs) that was more than a year ago though. (laughs) i know i know so this last year i think the just doing more stuff me and you together kind of like track days and going even going to music shows has been pretty fun and then Uh, doing rides together and stuff like that. This year, I totally, you should bring Trusty. I was so stoked to see how well she did and how fast you were riding her up up on uh, the crest because uh, in about mm, six months or seven months, the uh, Hanson Dam ride happens. It's usually around September, I think. And that's the all-Brit, you know, the British classic or the British Iron Association, something like that, puts on the Hanson Dam ride. And again, it's not only Brit bikes that show up, but... uh, that's who puts it on and you see all sorts of stuff. I mean, if you bring that again, like it'll be so rad to see how many people dig it again. See how many people yeah, look at it I, again.
2: I tagged you on a ride up, um, Baldy. So we could actually ride. I mean, if we, uh, it might be too many miles for my little gas tank to go the long way. Cause we could go up Azusa down uh ridgeline or Gr- Glendora mountain all the way to Baldy. Ooh. There's a born free party up Baldy. Um, in, right. in May or something. I tagged you in it today. So that Sweet. could be super fun um to ride up. Um yeah, I mean it's it's a fun bike to ride on like those things yeah so
0: i was super i was super glad because i don't know how, how many times did you just say bye to me too you give me the peace sign like seven times and i didn't acknowledge when you're riding back because i was trying to catch up to you so you could see me yeah. <laughs> i was like he did he he was like peace out and i was like oh, okay he's gonna break off well and i thought like, you were like trying to catch up and i like i, I was i slowed way down <laughs> that's the thing and it still wasn't
2: It's <laughs> good at least i know that that michael Cruz at 80 yeah, pretty good dude
0: for real for real it was good and and at least i know it could have used to up at 80 I don't know. i say it could have used a taller gear on the front, but it was fine. Yeah. Remember how I said up at the top that uh, – or when we were coming down and when we stopped at the gas station again, I was like, dude, Spamla felt like really jumpy and flighty up in some of those turns. She felt like she was floating instead of like – instead of nailed down to the turn, she felt like she was floating and jumpy. Uh-huh. Um, when I started coming home, just getting off the – like slowing down on the freeway every time i'd roll off the throttle and coming home right when i got off the freeway it was like vug, 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 vug. and i was like what the fuck is this vug, 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 vug. And, I, and i'd pull on the clutch so i was in neutral no engine vug, vug, still happening the freaking chain like my chain is thrashed i'm sure i thrashed it before and it was i already needed a new chain i knew yeah. i needed a new chain because i had a tight spot but that ride like up and back and like yeah cornering and I totally wore
2: out chain. Will, will.
0: Oh, make the bike feel super got, fucking weird. It got worse on the way back, so I'm probably not going to do anything. I, I need to put my new bars on anyway because my you know my kid dropped it a while ago and the, those are still the bent bars. It just bent like right by the the throttle tube, so that's why I haven't changed it. But I'm going to give her an overhaul um, before I do anything serious. Maybe we could take the Hondas for a ride, Baldy. Oh uh, uh, man, I've never uh... ripped this through the canyons because it's not mine and I don't want to destroy it. But um. It would be fun just to ride it. When yeah. I was chasing you down on Trusty, you really did get comfy. You weren't, like, sticking your knee out or anything, but you were going way faster through the corners toward the bottom, and I started riding faster, too, to keep up with you. And I realized how much more I had not been pushing Spamlet, like. because, like you said, she was getting squirrely, and I could feel <laughs> yeah. it. But when I was chasing you down toward the bottom of the hill, she was getting real squirrely, but I was still dragging Pega a There's couple times.
2: There's a lot times. to... Um to me with Canyon riding about not trying to push the straightaways, just trying to get like a good flow going yeah. and just kind of keep kind of a consistent speed. Yeah. I think that
0: that kind of helps, but I would definitely not be willing to even try to drag peg in the corners on this. I, it, I mean, it's capable, but I would still don't feel. Yeah. It's probably comfy more on this. You're going to want
2: to do a little more knee on that one. Not totally, but
0: yeah, I and haven't I, had the RC in the Canyon at all. So yeah. I still don't feel, you know, it's not my bike. I don't want to yeah. go up there and, do something stupid and get caught out like in a corner that I well, don't know is. Coming and you just up. gotta
2: be careful, like you know, that bike's considerably faster. Oh, like yeah. for me, my RC's considerably faster. So it's it's easy to get yourself in trouble. Um because they're just they're such fast bikes. But the cool thing is I that's probably a lot like the RC where even though it's a four cylinder, it's a V4, it's probably a little more like torquey. So you don't need to shift yeah. all the time. Um and that's, like, that kind of helps. You, you kind of put in a little bit taller gear, and you just kind of roll on yeah. the throttle real smooth, and they do pretty good. But
0: So maybe we could ride those up Baldy. Because, yeah, Spamla, I need to do, like, a tear, not a full teardown, but I need to, like, do some stuff to her before yeah. I take her out again. But I'd love to cruise her. Yeah. I did, she's so much fun in the corner. That's what's so fun. Riding a, a slow bike fast is really fun yeah. for sure. <laughs> um
2: and the Harley was cool. Like, I was surprised the tracker tires did pretty good. The suspension felt pretty decent. Like, it was,
0: you were ripping, dude. That was, it was fun. I, I was surprised too, because I didn't know if they'd feel real squirrely. I, I was laughing once I hit that gravel. I was like, dude, I bet Wiggins felt at home <laughs> in this now, gravel. <laughs> that
2: sketches me out because I don't like slick and then, and then
0: grip oh, and dude, slick and grab, Yeah, grip. Like, grip and then all of a sudden nothing. Yeah, man. that's the weird, you know,
2: and, and the dirt. It was funny because even, like on the freeway and stuff, I was like, man, this bike is kind of rough and kind of vibrates a lot. And I was like, fuck, I've been like 120. Actually, I've been faster at El Mirage, but I've been like 120 at Sacramento and I've been even more at El Mirage. I had a short gear on at El Mirage. I wasn't a lot more than that, but I had it fifth gear pinned on the rev limiter. Yeah. You know, oh, and it, yeah. it, like it, you know, it feels good. We you just kind of forget about it because the environment you're in. And then when you get on the street, you're like, oh, man.
0: Oh, how's this going to feel? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Pavement and cliffs and guardrails yeah, change things. It
0: does. It makes you a little pucker factor. Yeah. Um, hey, before uh, we're getting – I mean, we did a pretty good job. We're about an hour and a half into show, uh, the show, uh, minus the intro, the awkward <laughs> intro by the, the two little gremlins that were in here. But um, we did – get a voicemail i i put up our uh a phone number that you could call in people could call mm-hmm. in and tell us um what they wanted for the new year and we got a voicemail from that but we got to ask wigs that we need to address first because this thing came in on march 6th of 2018 and we since, got one in march
2: since and I, was I didn't on,
0: answer since i was it was on twitter i didn't oh. see it i get so many i follow so many people on twitter and it's kind of like Instagram, like it gets lost in the, yeah. the forest, yeah. you know, you don't see the the tree for the forest. Uh, this is from Bread Drink, who I think sent us in a bike, roast my bike one time or something uh-huh. like that. I forget exactly, okay. uh, Bread Drink, I forget exactly, uh, who Bread Drink is, except for that I read all their stuff, so I, sh- I should know their real name, but I, <laughs> I forget, um, This is uh, an Ask Wigs from March 6, 2018. So let's address it before March 6, 2019. It says, says, Chris, dot, dot. Is this a lump? Oh, I'd have to feel it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she said. Uh, (laughs) So... Uh, I told him, hey, I just saw this. It's December 31st. I'll ask Wiggins. And he says, well, your WebMD office wait time rating is going down. I can tell you that much. <laughs> I'm going to reply right now that we just answered this. he uh, um, says he needs to feel it. We had
2: another one from Narissa. I don't remember what all it was about. It's probably on my phone, huh? One question was about flat track tires and ice tires. So those of you, um, sing time, if you want to drag race on a dry lake bed.
0: Oh dude listen if you want to drag race on ice i think that should be a thing yeah um actually they don't um
2: (coughs) they don't accelerate too well once they start to dig in it's actually really challenging to get a good launch on ice even though in the corners they hook up and they call it down the straightaway really good but um two questions was first i'm in the market for tires and saw my crf 150 for flat out friday current wheels are 19 front 16 rear uh i'm installing ice tires on stock rims so my plan is to get a completely separate set of wheels for flat out friday so yeah i mean nerissa is actually spot on with that if there's a company and i sent her the name of it frp i think it was or fpr um they
0: make it's a french no it's in wisconsin Stewart Racing
2: fp offroad.com and they make screws they make canadian screws and ama legal screws and uh so you can just make pretty well any tire you want so you know depending how thick the tread is you can measure your tread um i didn't go through the tread because i use dirt bike tires so i didn't have to put anything on the inside you can tape up the inside tape up the tube all kinds of stuff like that to keep from getting a flat um but so they make screws. You can get different lengths, heads, Canadian and American, um, American shorter. And then you can get the different length uh, thread, too, for the different length um, knobs. Um, and, yeah, the stock wheels are great sizes for those because especially on a CRF like that, you're going to have dirt bike tires. So just I would just stud those up.
0: Do you have to use any sort of weird, like um... – Tube protector or anything like that?
2: Like- if you go all the way through the knob. But when I did mine, I didn't go through. I got different ones for the front and for the That's rear she and said. didn't go through, and I was fine. Nice. Um, and then she was asking about wheels for flat out Friday. So for junior bikes or kids' bikes, Maxis, I believe it is, makes a 17 inch flat track tire you can get. Um, so, for a lot of the kids' bikes that are bigger than 12s, they make 12s in Dunlop, but they're hard to get, like maybe eBay from Japan or something. Um, but for like a CRF 150, CRF 100, 110s, you can do 17s front and rear on flat track
0: tires. Do those come with like 2116 or something? 1916. Like for 19, the
2: CRF 19, 150, she, is that what she said? It was 1916. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So 17s work. You can get actual flat track tires, um, and then that's what a lot of them run. What if you're trying to use a stock rim? Then you just got to find what you can find in, like,
0: a 19 and a 16. Do it on knobblies and melt a bunch of rubber or put hot glue. Just hot glue your tire flat. I don't know how that would work, but you could try it. Dude, I'm going to try that. I'm into trying weird stuff. That's what she (laughs) said. I'm just going to say, this episode is going to be called, that's what she said.
2: Oh, and then the second question, um, she had a woman reach out to her on Instagram, and if she could suggest, like, how to learn more on her bike, she said she thinks she rides an old BMW. I also, I emailed Nerissa back, so she had these answers, but sounds like she doesn't have much mechanical background. So, we kind of hit on this early in the show. If you don't have a lot of mechanical background, and you want an old bike, buy a Harley or a Triumph. (laughs) Like... To me, that's kind of the best thing. You get a, you know, if you can afford a new bike with a warranty, that's where it's at. You, you just have those things covered and then go buy an old clunker or something, you know, air-cooled bike that you can work on easily that doesn't have a lot of wires and it's carbureted and you can, it's easy to work on. Yeah. Um, As far as how to learn about your bike though, honestly, YouTube Um, and buy a manual. The manuals are usually pretty easy. Um, to understand and and it's specific for your bike, and you can look up a lot of stuff in there. And you know they have wiring diagrams and how to degree the cams if that's adjustable, and how to adjust the valves, and how to. Ch- I mean, it, you can rebuild the entire motor with the manuals. So, you know, I I do recommend those. I think she even said something about the manual, like yeah, they're kind of lame sometimes. But um, the manual's a good one. It's gonna be boring reading if you're just trying to like study up on your bike, but. excuse me depending on what your bike is there's a lot of sources out there um most old bikes have some kind of cult following yeah and there's a forum and you can you know read up a lot of that and forums are both good and bad there's a lot of fucking idiots on forums
0: yeah (laughs) there's also we've talked about this before when we were doing our little build (coughs) build series there's always the forum ninja that happens to know like it's some crazy yeah. old dude, usually that knows every damn thing, like down to like that gear bike. teeth. Like yeah. this, this gear has sixty-one teeth on it, and they're bevel cut, and yeah. you know, like knows, knows something about the second gear dog. You know, the yeah. second gear dog ring. That like the the dog rings on second gear now they float a little there's there's a half a millimeter play and when they're sliding on the uh, the shift fork or you know there's always some form of ninja that knows some weird shit so yeah or there's the guy that's like bruh bruh I was doing a wheelie yeah (laughs) it's hard
2: because you you do have to sift through a lot of shit yeah and usually the person that knows a bunch comments. I don't know. Sometimes we're at the top and they give like a simple explanation and that's it. And usually... <coughs> I love being sick. Usually, um, the person that doesn't know shit comments thirty fucking times. I was
0: gonna say the more, the more, the less. Yeah, uh, and then and then just go on a forum, any random forum, and ask them what oil's the best. That'll help you weed out a lot of the guys <laughs> that you probably don't want to listen to. What type of oil do you use? What's the best? Yeah, um, yeah true. I was thinking too. The, uh, a good bike for a beginner um, also is an XT two fifty because there's a ton of parts and a ton of cult following, and it's a dual sport, so you could. Uh, if you're... Uh, does she say she's getting into riding uh, this? Person? She
2: nurses said she thinks she already has an old BMW.
0: Yeah, because so, uh,
2: and old air cooled BMWs are decent. Um, I don't know how getting parts for them are. I don't yeah. know if Beamer is real supportive. I know Ducati is not very supportive of bikes over
0: ten years old, and yeah. it's a shame. But
2: um, Beamer,
0: Beamer, and Triumph. There's always like this weird gray market where you can get. Oh, like, for sure. There's a for lot sure. of parts. Sometimes you got to know depending on your model. And on the look. plus
2: side with Ducatis, a lot of shit fits other bikes. Yeah, but um, Honda. Does it's not so true anymore, but when Shakiro Honda was alive, they made parts for every motorcycle they ever produced. Yeah. So you can still get, because of that, if you have a 75 CB750 that's super common and it's a great old piece of shit bike that you can work on, Um, you can still get parts for them. It's yeah. not that hard. Now the problem with a lot of honda dealerships is a lot of them are mainly dirt bike dealerships or more modern sport bikes and you get like that kid it's like no man like they just they don't do that anymore like i can't find it um if you do live in southern california bernard and underwood something like that on um imperial highway right between uh i'm gonna lose the two roads (laughs) Uh, anyway, Imperial Highway, right, just north of Fullerton and La Habra, Bernard and Underwood, Honda. Um, there used to be, and I think they're still there, they've kind of done some remodeling and updated, but the parts counters dudes, there was a couple old dudes, they were super knowledgeable and super helpful, and I heard from other people, it used to be, like, right by my house, um, my old house, but, um, I moved, they didn't, (laughs) but I heard a lot of people that were like, if you're restoring an old bike, those dudes are the best, um, But, yeah, I mean, finding old dealerships, old parts guys are way better. Some young... I mean, it's a shame because some young parts guys know their shit and they can find stuff. But, you know, that's kind of your best bet. You know, YouTube it. Look up a forum. um, Just kind of learn what you can learn. You know, depending what the bike is, especially if it's a BMW, um, you're going to find... You know, not just a BMW, but an old bike that's common. You're going to find people that are into them. Like, when I got on the CBX forum, I had old dudes offering to give me a bunch of free parts. Because a lot of the old people are glad that a younger person is into that
0: bike. Somebody likes the CBX.
2: Yeah, I mean, for me, the bike's a year older than I am. So, you know, they're like, oh, wait, you're how old? Oh, man, let's... What do you want? I got all this stuff. You can just have it. So... You know, that's your best bet. It, it takes a lot of reading and some time, but, yeah. you know, give that a try.
0: If I were to get an old, new bike, uh, and I say that because these are both, the XT250 and the M50, uh, which is Suzuki Savage, like 500 single, I think it is, um, both have, like, these weird cult followings that we, you know, kind of touch all the bases that we talked about where there's their legacy bikes, so they go for multi, multi-year Like the XT250, they were making them back in 1980. They're not the same ones they make today, but they still sell a 2019 XT250. And uh, they've gone, you know, they've upgraded them several times uh, over that. But there's a lot of weird, it's so weird how you'll find common parts throughout the generations and they're just like cheap and the parts are plentiful. And a lot of people dig both of them. Same with the M. M50, I think even Jay Leno has one because he interviewed the Rika guys uh, when they came out with their kits for him. So it's a bike that a lot of people do bobbers with, or they make like the Rika dudes sell like a scrambler kit and a uh, um, bobber kit or a street tracker kit. You know, there's all sorts of stuff. And people generally like those because they're low maintenance. Like the XT250 has what, like three wire harness? <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? And I think the M50 is the same way. Um, and And they're cheaper than your old Beamer is going to be to get parts for and take to a Beamer dealership to fix. Even Beamer guys that aren't dealerships uh, are a little bit more than, you know, Joe Schmo down at the uh, whatever can fix a Suzuki or a Yamaha XT. They're, they're, you know, 99 bucks an hour there where a BMW dealership, who knows how much they are. Um, we got, we did get, I, I mentioned earlier that I had a telephone number floating out there for a while. It's still up if you want to call and tell us what you got for Christmas, um, or New Year's or Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you, whatever you got, uh, whatever, wherever you're at in the world, even Diwali, I don't know if they get presents for that. Did you get something rad this uh, holiday season that you want to talk about? Look on our Facebook page, or I think I put it in the bio on our Instagram Give us a call and leave us a message on Google Voice, and it'll sound a little something like this.
1: Hey, it's Dangerous Dave. I wanted to leave my Christmas list on the date before Christmas, so I'm calling Creative Santa to say I want peace on Earth, goodwill to all men, and Wiggins to be fast at the track. While the first two are impossible The third one is possible <laughs> If you just get Wiggins and
0: Indian Oh <laughs> no Bye <laughs> Rad and thanks That was from Dangerous Dave Shoop. If you are familiar with the Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge um, You'll know who he is But <laughs> if you get Wiggins and Indian Dude I did not pre-screen that That was like as you could tell by the blaring intro there I didn't know what it was going to say I just played that live And yeah dangerous dave i too wish for uh peace on earth goodwill toward men and women all over the two world universe you know that's never gonna happen but um wiggins getting an indian that's also never gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) you gotta try it before i got an indian right so but yeah leave us a message on there let us know what you got we our little episode was steady i think we covered a pretty good range it was a good one yeah yeah of moto presence Oh my God, geez! Every time He's you break back. in, every time you break in, I think there's someone robbing the joint. And this is terrible. Hey. Hey. Do you
2: like motorcycles? No. <laughs> no? Okay. Do you want to wrap the show up? Do you want to say hi to Larry? Hi. Okay. Do you want to talk to the microphone? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Say hi. Hi. Hey. Hey.
0: Hi Evie. Alright, everybody, well we're gonna call it. We got invaded by children. Yeah. That might happen more in 2019 too as we you get this distracted. we get this next generation of writer on the road. So everybody happy 157 go party. I hope you yeah. had a really good new year and send us, call us in, let, let us know. Happy new year. <laughs> Email us at creative running podcast at gmail.com. Check out Wiggins, Wig09. <laughs> God, Kid Rain, get out of here. (laughs) All right, everybody. Well, we did get raided by kids there at the end, and uh, needless to say, we're cutting it short. We're cutting our losses. Uh, We'll be with you next week. We're going to have a whole new uh, bunch of topics to talk about. If you would like to call in and leave us a message for creative writing, anything you'd like to hear on the air, uh, give us a call. Area code 740-563-2858. And as usual, leave us a message, and our gmail account which is creative writing podcast gmail.com check us out on the twitters at at creative underscore writer or on the tumblers as creative dash writing on the web at creative dash writing.com or on instagram and facebook as creative writing podcast all right everybody have a safe and prosperous weekend this first weekend of 2019 and we'll be back next weekend or, I'm sorry, next Friday with more topics, some news reviews and a few loose screws. All right everybody, keep the eggs above the pegs and Sally forth.